Friday, um, and that means a new pod, and there's really nothing better than that. And I'm excited. This is a guy I've been following for a really long time. I think he's got a really great voice. Um, I think his voice is super unique, and and obviously that's kind of what I go for, and what what I uh, you know like to listen to. I like to listen to authenticity and uniqueness. Those are my two things. So this guy is a uh, really good way to describe that. Daniel Jeffries, dude. Thanks for coming to hang with me, man. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, I'm a fan, and uh, I'm just excited to have you. So thanks for coming to hang. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me, Kyle. It's been a been a long time in the making, hasn't it? it, it I know, right? I th- I feel it, like we each other's name everywhere, and and like, we've been throwing in the comments and all that jazz, and it's just yeah. like it never could happen. But I'm glad I'm glad we're there, and uh, that's all that matters, right? Here we are now, so it's good. That's, that's good. Right. That's right. That's right. Hey, I got I got to compliment you first. That Vince Gill T-shirt, fire. Bro, best I seventeen dollars I've ever spent on eBay. I mean, what are we doing? Like, if if you're not wearing that, I don't know what you're doing. I, I think that that's just fantastic. I try and get the, remember the old Vince Gill hats that he used to sell on tour that like, like Vin, like Luke Holmes has one of them, but yeah. there's, 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 they're probably floating out there. I've been trying to find one of those, even like a, even like a, a, a like a remake one, like, a, yeah. like I can't find it anywhere. And I want it so yeah. bad. Yeah, dude. I, I just kind of dove into the world of old shirts. I say vintage shirts. I mean, I'm these shirts are old as I am, I guess. <laughs> Sure. And, uh, yeah, some of that stuff goes for expensive amount of money. Yeah, like, man. I found this one for like seventeen bucks, and I was like, ah, I can't let that one pass. Me. Exactly. Uh, I like see, this good. So yeah, and 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 like I like the vintage stuff too, and uh, you know, like, but like I said, I'm not going to spend a ton of money on a t-shirt. Like, I won't spend more than I probably won't spend more than forty bucks. It'd probably be the max that I would spend, and even that's like ridiculous. Like, I don't know why I'd spend that on a t-shirt, but if it was a cool you- one. Cause yeah. You want it. That's yeah. Right. Cause you want it. There's gotta be no explanation, but some of this stuff is like $200, 150 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. There are people that'll do it. That's why I said money. I know a guy that, yeah, a guy sitting right over there behind me probably would do that. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think there are some, that there's something to be said about a guy who wears a great cool t-shirt. Like if you're walking down the street and someone's like, man, that's a sweet Vince Gill t-shirt you automatically get a smile on your face. I mean, yeah, like, thanks man. Thanks yeah. dude. Yeah. I had a guy try to bite off of me. I was wearing it Friday night at a <laughs> show up and he's like, how much we, well, how much can I give you for that t-shirt? And I was like, I just, I just bought it. I'm not selling it. <laughs> you wear it at least four or five times and maybe I'll think about it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, uh, I bought a, um, Brooks and Dunn did like a, a reboot of all their old nineties merch and they put it on their website. And I was like, cause I'm the shirt was like 20 bucks. Or whatever yeah. it was, and it was like the 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 old one with the the red brooks and the blue dun or whatever however it was set up, and then they were wearing yeah. like you know the, the the pearl jeans and and I and I bought it and I was like this is great, but I wear it around here. My friends don't really listen to Brooks and Dunn, so they're like, hey man, like, no, you need to find some new friends. I mean that's that's true. That's listen, I love my friends, but we need to broaden the uh, the spectrum here. So well, but, doing uh, what you're doing though, man, doing what you're doing will help. That will help. That's listen. That's why I started the whole thing. It's funny because people say like, like why? I was like, well, because if you listen and you're like, oh, this guy's cool, but maybe Daniel loves Brooks and Dunn or whoever, right? And it's like, oh, well, if Daniel, I like Daniel. Maybe Daniel likes this guy, so let's go check him out. And it's just a trickling rabbit hole. So I've been sitting yep. here for four years. I don't like to hear myself speak, people. I promise. I mean, <laughs> listen, it's all about educating the game. That's important. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> that's it. There, well, there's, some, um, there's a new listener out there every day that's like, well, I've never heard of Brooks and Dunn, or I've never heard of Shenandoah. Let me check them out. And then they just, yeah, a rabbit hole into the night. And country. then once the bug bites you, you're mm-hmm. fucked. That's it. It's game that's over. Right. That's right. It's game over. That's, right. that, that's what I say. And people think I'm crazy. I'm like, trust me. If, if, if you find something that really touches you, you'll never turn back. Yep. You'll be yep. in it forever. It'll be a deep dive into the, into the world of country music. That's right. What was that like for you? How did you, how did you find yourself doing what you're doing and, and loving what you're um, loving? How did you get into that whole deal? Man, it, for me, it really started like the, the sound of country music. The very first, um, I'd say nineties country that it was a cassette. I'm old enough that I remember playing stuff in tapes, cassettes, and, uh, it was Garth Brooks. I think it was rope in the wind. I think that's the, with wild horse i can't don't don't quote me on it because my memory bad but uh unanswered prayers is one of the songs and i remember hearing that song and i remember just like damn that was pretty good i like that you know just just kind of captivated me but that was at like six seven years old so i didn't really i didn't really start music you know music music playing music till i was a teenager in high school and i you know of course i went through a phase of I listen to pop music and then, sure. and then, you know, one day I, I just I ran across, you know, I've always liked bluegrass, but then I ran across Keith Whitley and I just kind of like, Oh wow. Yeah. You know, and then that's, I've been stuck in a Keith Whitley phase for about 15 years now. <laughs> I, don't I, think had ever, I had that I moment too. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever come out of it, but I don't think there's any need to come out of it. I promise you. No. No, but you know, and I, I had a phase in in like middle school, and you know, I, I attribute them to who I am as an artist. Um, Boys to Men found out I, I listened. Yeah. I'll make the first time in like eighth grade. Had no idea what it meant, but I just remember the music and the the harmonies and the melodies, and I was just like, my mind was blown. I was like, wow, I like that. And so you know, I, I kind of keep that piece of me with me whenever I'm writing music or sure. playing. In like. That's where a lot of my stuff comes from. Comes from that's so that, great. The soul. Any that's soul. so great. But yeah, that's so awesome. It's funny because like I really lashed on to unanswered prayers when I was fourteen, right? Like that was my my that would that was there was a couple, but that was like my awakening of like holy shit, like what am I listening to? You know what yeah. I mean? Because it was like yeah. this one song that from beginning to end you knew. Well, you visualize the story, like you visualize the characters he's talking about. Yeah. You visualize well, what he looks like. Living. You're living in that, walking up to that ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Right. And you're exactly. like, oh my God. Right. Like there was a couple of songs that I started to latch onto around that time was kind of my awakening. Right. But then I listened to that for the first time. I'm like, holy shit. That and if tomorrow never comes, those two were like my two, my two yeah. big, like heavy hitters. And mm-hmm. uh, that's my favorite Garth album. And that's, that's my favorite Garth song, but um, it's that. And then I had a Keith Whitley moment where I said like, damn, this is crazy. So, but it's all that. But then earlier than that, for me, it was also boys to men. So that's pretty crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still like I still get moods now where like I listen to nothing but R and B. Boys to men, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight. Come on. Oh, dude, there's some some of his songs that are not like his most popular songs are killer songs. Yeah. They're just some of the best. Uh you know, and and, and that all that all led into like the Chris Stapleton era and stuff yeah. like that for me too. So, you know, it's all intertwined. It's all interconnected sure. somehow, sure. some way. It's funny. Cause I don't think people think about this a lot, but, but for me, like 
um, I was as a kid, oddly enough, I was really big into like, I mean, obviously I listen to classic rock and whatever my friends listen to as well, like pop music and that stuff. But I was also secretly really into like um, the crooner jazz stuff, like Sinatra and Dean Martin. Yeah. And, and, yeah. uh, and then I got really into Michael Buble because he was like the only modern guy that was kind of doing the same thing. But the benefit yeah. of listening to Michael Buble was that Michael Buble covers probably more than he puts out originals. Right. So like, so like you get home from Michael Buble and then that's yeah. obviously a Blake Shelton song. And you're like, okay. And then you yeah. get all this other stuff and he does stuff with Brian McKnight and all like all these other guys. Right. And yeah. you can go down a rabbit hole of these artists that he's covering and hear the difference yeah. of his version and whatever the other version is. Mm -hmm. And I think there, that was a lot, there was a lot of benefit to that because I yeah. basically opened myself to all this other music while listening to this one type of um, specific sound. But I accredit a lot of that to that whole side. Like there's, there's so much out there. Um, but boys to men, that's, I mean, that's, you know, it's a staple for me. What is your favorite boys to men song? That's an important question. Cause I have a favorite. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, I didn't say I was going to let you off easy here. Come on. Yeah, I know. Right. Damn. I didn't study well enough for this. <laughs> um, no, I, I would honestly probably say, I don't know, man. Doing fine. Oh, okay. That's a good because it's not a. I mean, it was at one time, but it's not like when you say "boys and men." That's not one that somebody thinks. Yeah. I think I'll make love to you. End of the road. Uh, you know, I, that one to me is. I don't know. They're all good. I respect it. I actually respect it. That's not what I was going to expect. So I respect it. Yeah. I um, I'm a song for Mama guy. Now that is a good one. I, me and my mama dance to that. There's I a lot of me. runs in that song. Yeah, that was that was our dance, you know. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. One. That was going to. Yeah, for yeah, for a guy who can't sing, all I ever wanted to do was sing like that. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, me too. I want to sing like that myself. Uh, a lot of days, like in the shower, I'm like, damn, I wish I could sing like them. <laughs> I I love life. that song. I want to be like them. Oh, I'm telling you, I I there, there there was a moment in life where I was like, I listen to that probably in the shower every single day, yeah. and I'm like, man, I suck, and these guys are so good. Have you ever listened to uh, Boys to Men and One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey? And yeah, Boys yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Man. Come yeah. on. Hey, you need to start a uh, Remembering R&B podcast. I think so, right? I, th I think yeah. so. Like a, uh, like a sub sub of it. It's so wild, though, because I think that there's a lot. Because, you know, after doing this for so many years, but, like, I also obviously play the part. Like, a lot of what I enjoy in life revolves around country music and, and the things that other country music artists do right so people are pretty surprised when i tell them that i listen to other stuff like they literally only think that i listen to country music and yes is 75 percent of it that probably but yeah. there's another part to it where like i really do love r&b and and there's some pop stuff if it's like a certain type of pop that i really enjoy and i went through a rap phase like anyone else so if you yeah. pull out like a early 2000s part, rap part song i'm probably gonna know it you know what i mean so, yeah literally so so <laughs> i think we know, all would do that man of course so like you know there, there's all these th things that people don't realize that i think that you know just because you listen to country music just that doesn't mean you're tunneled to just that one thing but um i really respect the fact that you post videos and talk about your love for r&b and and sing those songs because it opens you up to a whole okay. new audience you know, and, and I, I've gotten a lot of comments when I, like, I posted a TikTok video and it was like, country singer tries R&B. And a lot of people, yeah. they're right when they say this. I mean, 
it's it's just how it's played. Country yeah. music and big music are they they have the same message. And, and, and you know, in the broad term, it's the same message. It's the it's the hurt. It's the you know the crying. It's it's all the same. It's just how it's presented. Their yeah. their presence. You know what I mean? It's just and and that's why I think that's what draws me to to all of it. Really. Yeah, I find it really funny. That's really important. You said that because um, I feel like, in my opinion, country music is the root of pretty much any other genre um, to an extent. But a lot of where the blues came from was also lyrically was a lot from country and instrumentally was a lot from rock. Right. So like, and you kind of make this one thing up, but. Well, yeah, um, everything, everything's rooted back to, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know my, my history, but it, I think everything is rooted together. Right. Exactly. And it, and it just, it all is just, it all has that or, same origin. Exactly. So I, I, that's why I always find it funny where it's like, Oh, I don't like country music. It's like, then you're not listening to the right stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, definitely. and, and, um, I, I actually, always, I say this a lot on here. My favorite, my favorite statement is like, I don't like country music. I like Johnny cash. I don't like country music. I like Dolly Parton. All right. So yeah. you do. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I find that so funny that like the history of music is so rich and it goes back so much farther than any of us. That like bound, you're bound to listen to something that was inspired by a genre you might not enjoy on a day-to-day basis. So Uh I don't know. I find that really funny, but, um, but again, I, I really appreciate you like putting up covers that are maybe out of your, well, I guess not, but like, I love love doing it, you know, exactly. But like, I I was going to say like maybe out of your comfort zone, but they're definitely not. But, um, things that people may not suspect is probably a better way to put it. Um, well, you know, like it's, it's it's just a, I respect I respect all kinds of music, rap, yeah, you know, but it, to me, it's just more of a a respect thing of just sure. just paying paying my respect to the to the good music that's come before me. Respect, and I'm hoping that I can make good music in the future. Yeah, respect. Yeah. I love it. So you're a North Carolina guy, right? Yes, sir. Right outside of Charlotte, uh, Dallas, North Carolina. A little Dallas, North time. Carolina. Wow, yeah. I didn't know there was a Dallas, North Carolina. Yep. Uh, what do you, what so, do you do in Dallas for fun? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I have a family, so that's where a lot of my time. If I'm not playing music, my my you know I spend time with my family. Um, but you know, hunting, fishing, all that good country stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know it's I don't six seven thousand people. I say uh, small, kind of a bigger small town. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty decently sized. But then again, yeah. I I always think that I'm from a big town. My towns are actually pretty small, but it's just it's high populated, just a small yeah. town. You know what yeah. I mean? Like everyone knows everyone, but we're all on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, we're about 30 minutes, 25 minutes West of Charlotte. So nice. Charlotte's expanding. People are moving out of Charlotte because it's so crowded and yeah. you know, they end up in Dallas or Gastonia. Sure. Sure. But when I tell people where I'm from, I'm like, no, I'm just from Charlotte because nobody knows where Dallas is at. Yeah, that's what I say. I just tell everyone, I'm like, oh, I'm just outside New York City. That's how I do it. Yeah. No, no one yeah. cares where I'm from. It's like, but everyone knows where New York City's from. So it's I like know. you just. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, maybe just a little bit. Um, so, so kind of what led you to your journey to to put out your own music? I, I obviously I know that that you've been, um, you know, had a presence on social media for a while. Um, and you know, you've been doing this, this, you've been playing and you've been posting your videos and doing all that stuff for a long time. Um, but what led you to, to kind of shoot for it? Because you, like you said, you started playing music as a teenager. Um, but at some point 
you know, you have a family and, and that's a priority too. So, so was that a thing that you did, uh, you know, maybe when you were 21, 22 and then put on the back burner for a while and picked it back up? Or is that something yeah. you always constantly did? Or, you know, how does that all work? Well, I was, uh, I was in a band. I didn't learn to start playing the guitar until I was like 17 and I'm still not a great guitar player. There's I, so I many people that that happens to. And I actually yeah. really appreciate that. I think it's cool. I was, I do it well enough to get by. Um, but I was in a cover band. I went to college for two years and had a lot of fun. Didn't go to class like I should. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> they, uh, after two years, they sent me a letter and said, Hey man, take your year off, come back. And I never went back. Um, <laughs> That's how that works too. Yeah. And then I went home and the guy that I was taking guitar lessons from was like, Hey man, I'm going to start a band. I know you can sing. You want to, you want to, you want to play? And I was like, yeah, sure. I've never done that. It'd be fun. And so I, uh, I spent like four years playing just cover songs and I had written like one or two songs and, uh, you know, life happened, got married. Um, and I was still like, I wasn't a hundred percent into the music, like a hundred percent doing the original music thing. Like I was just doing covers and, and I actually went to a songwriters night in Dallas. It was at a, it's no longer there, but it's old Dallas brewery. Shout out to those guys. If they listen. Um, but I'd met some really good friends there. Some um, Tyler Hadley and Justin Clyde Williams, Kyle Kelly. Like I met all those guys at this cool. little bar and, they were having a songwriters night every week and I went in there like with maybe two songs and I was watching them and I was like, damn, that's, that shit, you know, that stuff's coming from right here at home. Those guys are yeah. creating music right here. It was stuff that I didn't know could be done. You know, I was like, I just, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know the original scene around home. And, and so it kind of challenged me to put pen to paper, my finger to a text to write it on my phone. And, and uh, yeah. So I wrote a couple songs and and then I kind of was, you know, dealing with social media. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this. I, I'm, I'd rather just sit in my bedroom and play play songs to me or whoever, you know, whoever wants to listen. But yeah, I think it was like 2020. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a song out. Just see what it's about. And it did okay. Uh, I had no clue what I was doing. Um had no idea how to go about any of it. And luckily I had a couple of people, you know, um, kind of direct me, point me in the right direction. Did that, did the first, uh, I think the first one I ever put out was, uh, I can't remember my mind. Moonshine? No, it was uh, The Way You Love Me. Oh, it's wrong. Damn, I thought I was right. You're no, right. I think, I think Moonshine was the second one. Yeah, you're out. right. I'm there, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right, man. Uh, I couldn't remember the title of it. But I put that out. It, you know, it did fine. I mean, it, I, I didn't really know how to judge. Um, and then I, I just kind of kept doing it. Um, but then, you know, throughout the years of releasing music, you know, there's been, like everybody says, there's highs of highs, lows of lows. And yeah. Probably, I'd say probably two or three years ago, I was just like, you know what, I'm done. I had fun. It's it's expensive. I mean, it mm-hmm. really, you know, nobody told me up front. Yeah. Cost of doing it on your own and And they never do and money money's you know money's money people it's it's tight at times and and trying to find ways to be able to pay for stuff and and um so i was just like you know what i'm done i'm i'm probably gonna just enjoy life just play music every once in a while and 
and I met a good buddy of mine, uh, Kyle Kelly, and we, we started kind of playing together, just some cover shows, and he was big, like, let's try some music, man. I was like, all right. So he kind of lit the fire again, and then I kind of went back out. I burned myself out playing cover shows, you know, cover bars, yeah. small shows, dive bars. I enjoyed it, but I was just like, you know, I'm just – I'm tired. And then, yeah. and then I, I was like, you know what? I met a few people in Nashville and I was like, you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it another shot. You know, I don't want to look back in 10 years and be like, damn, I wish I'd have done that. And so, you know, within the last, I'd say year, year and a half on the social media side, I've, I've really been pushing that, pushing covers, trying to, sure. you know, and I just, you know, I just released a new song this past Friday. Um, and I've got, you know, this next year I've got, some stuff planned cool some, some good coming up but that's just kind of where it's been where it's at and you know it 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 burns me out i get burned out like it, i was telling somebody the other day after after a couple months like i need like a week or two break i gotta i need it but then in my back of my mind I'm like i can't take a break i gotta keep this momentum yeah moving and uh I don't know where I'm talking about now. I've, but I've but I, I I get where you're coming from, right? Because like I just kind of went off to left field there. Wow. And that's all right, because I I got it all up here, and we're gonna, we're gonna circle in, and we're gonna we're gonna figure okay, it all out, right? Like, so here I'm we go. <laughs> so so here we go. So I um there's a couple of things that that I made points of. One, the burnout thing, right? I think that that's really important that you said that because I think there's a lot of people that feel that way, and people sometimes go, I can't take a break because I'm gonna miss opportunity, and maybe that's true, but also. If you work hard enough, eventually you'll have another opportunity that's probably better and it's meant to be anyway, right? So Absolutely. you, you got to keep going, right? I think it's really important. And there's a lot of people just like you, like, and, and I guess coming from me, my word means nothing because I don't play music. I don't write music. I, I, I can't, and I don't. So like, I don't get really how hard it is. I just know from word of mouth, how tough it is, right? Like I understand that going out and playing every weekend is tough. Like I get it. I totally you, you interviewed a lot of uh, <laughs> places, a lot of a lot of important people that know. So I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's what I. But I I know that that it's hard. I know that it's tough, and and sometimes yeah. you don't want to be creative and write a song. Sometimes you don't want to play the guitar. Sometimes you don't want to go on a weekend trip to God knows where to play in a bar for fifty drunk people. Like sometimes you don't want to do all that, and it's okay to pump the brakes and say, okay, I'm going to take a break for I'm gonna month, next see. month, whatever it is. On my couch and listen to Keith Whitley and drink ten beers. That's and that's all right. Yeah, I do that too. That's okay. And those are great nights. Believe oh, me. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> those are some of the best nights. Um, and that's totally okay. So I think that it's important that you say that 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 you say. And also, by the way, the fact that that you're coming here and saying three years ago I got burned out and that was like 2021. I'm like, where the hell did the time go? I just want to let you know. That's that's pretty ridiculous. I'm a little awesome. scared, but it's crazy. Awesome crazy um but it's true it's like i i think it's it's something to be said about someone who's who's opening up and saying yeah like i got burned out i got burned out again and now i'm gonna give it another go all that matters is you get back up on the horse and give another shot right so well and, and a lot of it was too like some of us feeling bad for myself like damn like i've, I've been put in the work and and there's a lot of people like you said just like me that have, are dealing with the same things that i deal with you know yeah. what i'm saying like, they're busting their ass to make stuff happen and it just feels like they're spinning the wheels um and and, and that's kind of what was happening so, dude i just don't know what else i can do to yeah. 
you know, to make things happen. And, and so I would get like that. And then, you know, I, lo and behold to the man upstairs, somebody, something, something would come my way, like just something minute, something small. And I'd be like, sure. damn, that's it. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just a little something, whether it be opening for somebody or like you said, just a small opportunity, just something that lit that fire again. Like, okay, all right, you know what? Let's go one ten again. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, I I respect it. And listen, there there's one thing I'll say to you, and if this is any sort of encouragement, I hope it is. But there's a few people that have said, "I'm going to take a break," and they've never come back from that break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as long as you've come back from that break, that's a win, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, and even the oh, smallest yeah. little things that happen, like even those little tiny things that happen, where you're like, "Oh, I needed that." It's all mm-hmm. that it could be the smallest thing in the world. It could be someone saying, hey, man, I listened to your song today and it really helped me get out of like a pretty you know, depressive state. Maybe I was going through I had a tough time going. Your song really, really lifted my spirits and put a smile on my face. That could be enough. You know what oh, I mean? absolutely. 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 And I'm sure yeah. it is. So um, I think that's awesome. And I, I, I respect the, the, that you said it. And I also respect the fact that, that you said you put a song out just because you said, F it, let's try. And. You know, you didn't know what you're talking about. And every single release since then is a growth. And as far as, and or as little as things like cover art, right? And just the whole production value as well. But like just the actual look of the song. And then once you hear it, obviously you see a growth in your voice as well. So I think that all you can go is up, right? And all you want to see is growth, no matter if you love the song you put out four years ago or hate the song, so. Yep. No, you're right. I mean, it, it, it just... And it's really all a mind game. Sure. It's all a, a lot of 85, 90% of it's right here. Just yeah. trying to push yourself to say, Hey, no, there's, you know, it can, you, you can make it happen. We can, we can make it happen. Whoever, you know, sure. I, think, I think it's, that's the, that's the biggest obstacle for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. For, it's, for, you just got to keep going. For sure. Yeah. And you mentioned something else. You mentioned Kyle Kelly and he's, he's a great singer and a songwriter in his own right. And it's cool to have friends like that, that can push you and that can tell you you're doing great. Or on the other side can tell you, Hey, that wasn't that great. You know yeah, what I mean? No, or and, maybe and, you suck. He is, he is one of those. He'd be like, nah, dog. And I'm like, okay. I, I bet. Yeah. And that you want that, right? Like you want that oh, motivation yeah. and you want to keep going and, and, and do that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you know what they say about Kyle's too, right? Like Kyle's have great hair and that's just a fact. Sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, listen. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, that. I had to get that one in there. I mean, I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> no, I, he, he some guys old. rock the beard and the, and the bald head. I, this is a, this is as much as, yeah, I mean, I can grow a goatee, but that's about it. You don't want anything. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's I all I got. You. I don't got a face. I don't got, I wish I had, I wish I had hair, man. That's, that's the only thing. Cause I, <laughs> it'd be long and probably in a mullet. It's probably not a good thing. Probably a good thing. I don't don't know if that's a good thing. (laughs) Listen, I did the mullet thing in college. It was like a weird, I like flew to Tennessee and went to a concert. My my cousin was a freshman in college at the time. And I was older. I was a senior. And, uh, you know, I had all these 18 year olds trying to get me to cut my hair into a mullet. So at 3 a.m., what did we do? We broke out the (laughs) clippers and we cut a mullet. Fly back to Connecticut, back to school. My friends what? are like, man, we let you go south for two days. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you. And I just, that's it. Horrible luck. Horrible luck. At least for me, it was terrible. So um, listen, that's that. But um, well, why don't we talk about these songs here? So so um, 
like you said, in 2020, you put a song out. And then every single year since then, you've put out at least one song, mostly two. 2021, you put two out, uh, three and 22, but nothing in 23 is approaching this new song. Yep. Is there um, a thought process behind that? Did you want to um, really make sure you got it right this time? Or, or yeah. at least to your, to your, in, in your head, like, did you want it to be like, you want to just take some time and figure it out and not rush it. Is that where you're going with that? Yeah. So, you know, the first one I did it, just like I said, on a whim, the next couple, I did it because I felt like I needed to. Yeah. And, you know, and, and but I, I didn't know anything about, you know, promoting it and, sure. you know, the process of getting it in front of people like, yeah, I can post a video, but if you don't do it, if you do it one time, nobody's going to watch it, you know, right? you're going to have a lot of people miss out. And, and sure. So the the break that break you know I started recording this last song in May and uh, you know it took a little while but also like you said I wanted it to be right I wanted I wanted to have all my eggs in the same basket before I pushed it you know yeah yeah uh, I think it's smart as years past I never did that I just release and be like all right y'all go listen to it and and some people wouldn't and some people wouldn't you know I missed yeah. out on a lot of potential listeners by not doing my part of promoting and, and getting it in front of people. Do you think that the rush of putting it out quicker than you probably would have wanted to had to do with maybe a video getting a ton of traction or just like maybe like someone in your DM saying, Hey, when are you releasing more music? Like, was there any pressure from that? Because you did have a, have a moment where your followers and your views skyrocketed, right? And, and it went up really fast. And so was there yeah. any of that pressure behind that to go ahead and, and push that out to stay on that train? No, I mean, I guess you could say, yeah, but I, and also I was kind of selfish. I was like, no, you know, no, I don't, I'm going to do it when I feel like it's sure. the best that it can be, because if it's not the best that it can be, then I'm, I'm not only hurting myself, I'm hurting my listeners. Yeah. You know, That's I right. want it to be the absolute best it can be. Um, now, let me, let me ask you something about this. Cause you obviously post a lot of uh, videos of cover songs and, and originals as well. And you're on, you're on uh, whether that be Instagram live or TikTok live pretty often engaging with people, which I think is really smart. Um, and there's this whole narrative and you mentioned, obviously, you know, you were in a band at one point and, you know, you played a lot of live music and then, you know, you kind of picked it back up and things started happening. Right. And so, so obviously there's this whole narrative about uh, being able to translate social media following and covers and originals that you just post sitting in your bedroom or in your living room, wherever it might be and translating that into a live show and being able to play in front of people and control a crowd. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because obviously you, you were in a band. So that's not really a question for you. I've, I've never seen you live. I, I hope I get, I get to, and, and, and that gets to happen. But I mean, I've seen videos enough to know that you're good to go, but what do you think about people who, you know, obviously the conversation right now is people signing record deals without even knowing how they can control a crowd. Like, what is your whole thought on that? They're in for be, a on, be honest. Cause I hate it. So. They'll be in for a rude awakening. I mean, yeah. still, have to learn i'm still learning how of to course. entertain yeah there you can you can play music anybody can play music but it takes a special breed or you know and i'm saying anybody can do it but you have to learn how to entertain and i i'm not the greatest you know i use my voice 
but there's only one person I know that can just entertain people with their voice, and that's Chris Stapleton. Yeah. He can sit there and close his eyes and sing, and people are going to be entertained. The rest he doesn't us, move. He does not move. Yeah, the rest of us have to learn to feel the crowd. And then that, and I, like I said, I'm still learning all that. Sure. I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing live shows for seven years now, eight years. And, you know, yeah. every room is a different room. You don't know who you're going to get. You don't know what it's going to be. Um, so to come off of, you know, if you're going to sign a record deal straight off of TikTok, and you've never stepped foot on a stage, it's going to be, it's t- it'll be tough. I mean, Good luck. Some, some people may be natural. It may be a natural, but for me, I can never do that. Yeah. I still get stage fright, dude. I do play you fright. really? Yeah. I get butterflies, which, you know, after I get that first quarter, that first line out, it's like, all right, I'm fine. Wow. But wow. Uh, I opened up at Caddy Joe's Friday night in Charlotte for Brian Martin. I was a damn nervous wreck. Yeah. Until, we hit that first quarter and we were ready. I was ready to go. I was rocking and rolling, but cool. you know, it still happens. So I don't know how somebody's going to. Do you have comfort it. songs? Like, do you have, do you have songs that you know that are in that set list that'll, that if you're at all nervous or have butterflies or whatever you're feeling will automatically bring you out of that once you start them? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are like, like a big show like that. Like, my originals because I know. So here's my thing. When it comes to covers, I am horrible sometimes with remembering words. Fair. Me too. And so I, that's all, that's part of the nervousness. Like if we do a set of, and I have covers and I'm like, dude, I don't want to screw up somebody else's song. Yeah. So if I can get through like one or two of mine and I'm, and I know them by heart and I'm good to go then that my anxiety does this and I'm, yeah. I'm about to where I'm, okay, I know these songs, they'll come to me. Sure. Um, so those would probably be my comfort songs. My, you know, just some of my stuff or, you know, something that, okay. Two dozen roses would be a comfort song for me. Cause I love that song. Of course. I could sing that probably song play. backwards. Actually. <laughs> I probably played that song a thousand times, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, and, and really, like I said, when I get into it, when I start doing it, I'm like, hell, it's the same. It's a it's same it. song, different stage, you know? Yeah. It's just, so, and there again, it's right here. I let this guy up here decide what, you know, and I'm like, sure. oh, man, I don't need it's to all do it that. is. It's a total mental game. That's it. As long as you're mentally tough, you're good to go. Yep. I think that's and, and you, and I have, I've had to learn how to do that. Yeah. And I think that I think that most people do. I think that you're definitely not alone in that. I think a lot of people need to learn how to, how to, uh, grow that confidence and surpass that whole uh well he says she says what if this person thinks one thing that person you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's really important for a lot of people and a lot of young artists as well um do you do this, this i do this this is my biggest thing with lyrics and i'm curious if i'm the only one uh who's an idiot and does it this way or we're all idiots together do you ever sing a song and think that the artist is saying one thing but they're actually saying something else but they don't, they don't totally uh, enunciate what they're saying. So like yeah. you think one thing, but they're actually saying something else. But once you think about it that one way, you'll never be able to say it another way ever. Yep. Uh, actually, that just happened the other day. I was on Instagram and and it was a Blink-182 song. What's my name? What's my age again? Yeah. <laughs> it was a Friday night. I walked alone to get the feeling right. We started making out. She took off my pants. And or what, what, it was... It was leave it at that. 
it was no, it was the walk alone part. I thought it said I walked alone, but it was I wore cologne. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either until just the other day, and I'm like, "There's no way." Wow, I didn't know that, and I like that song. That's yeah. wild. I wasn't. I, now, now we know. See, I guess I got that one wrong too. Mine is. Um, are, what are you, you Google, Google, Will you Google it right now and just make sure I'm not just yeah off the um, wall? Blank one eighty two. Because I mean, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah. Right. Um, blank one eighty two. What's my I'm doing this again? in real time? Where is this song? Here it is. No, I want the lyrics, not the fucking. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I wore cologne to get the feeling right. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was I walked alone. I walked really? alone. Yeah, I mean, I I would have too. Huh? That's wild. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I always get it wrong with um. What are you listening to? Um, although now that I'm looking at it, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm right because you know the line where it's. Um, in some college town bar where it's na na nas and air guitars. I yeah. was never able to figure out, like, I always thought that he was saying something. And I guess it really is. I always thought that he was saying something and I could never figure out what he was saying. And then I was yeah. listening to Megan Maroney's version. Cause that's also really good, but she like mumbles even more where she just like, <laughs> it just kind of goes in one. There's, there's no like, nah, nah, nah. It's just like, no, no, no. And you're like, yeah. so I always thought that, they were saying something else, but I, I guess I'm wrong. Anyway, um, that's really what they're saying. I don't know. Underrated song, by the way. That song should have been a yeah. hit for him from the jump. Yeah. So, um, how that's much great. of that is is an influence for you for Chris Stapleton, like a guy who just uses his voice to captivate a crowd, and for another guy who you like, you also have. You're never gonna agree with me, but I think you have a very strong voice, and and you can get up there and and just basically use the strength of your voice to reel people in how much of that is inspiring for because you know chris you know I've, I've seen him live and he doesn't do nothing about his show is flashy he gets up there and there's lights on him and he's got a big monitor and that's a that's about it you get nothing yeah. else from him so how much of that is inspiring for you i'd say a lot of it yeah i mean i would love to i would love to be in that position where all i had to do was stand there and sing yeah <laughs> i think everyone would God, you know, that, that, that would be, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah. But the chances of that happening, slim to none, I don't know, maybe, maybe in a, in a really small setting and a really emotional song, I could do that, but I love it, for, man. You gotta, you gotta try to entertain. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the thing. And I, I get it, but there really is like, I always talk about some of my favorite shows that I've ever seen were ones where guys just got up there with the guitar and just sang, right? Like, you know, I, I watched, yeah. yeah. And he can do that with his acoustic guitar. Yeah. I've seen videos of him just sitting there and you can hear a pin drop. I'll tell you another one, and it happened just recently. And, you know, he's on, he's a hot topic right now. Zach Top. I love Zach. I We went to love Whiskey Zach. Jam back in November when we were in Nashville. You know, Whiskey Jam's all bands and, you know, they got a good thing going. And then Zach walked up and I'm like, where's his band at? And he got up there with an acoustic guitar and you could hear – a pin drop while he amazing. was playing. True. Everybody was shocked. You know, it's insane. He's he's so unbelievably good. Um, there's not I I cannot say enough good things about Zach Top as a human and as a musician. And and I've I've only said this once before, and I don't get to pump my tires. So I'm gonna do it now because I don't get to do it that often. All right. Listen, I, I sit here and I, I direct conversation. And I try and tell you how great you are, but no one ever gets to pump my tire. So I'm doing it right here. I've only done it once before. I'm going to do it again. I 
year, uh, probably like two years ago, or maybe maybe a year ago, whatever it was, I found Zach on social media. He didn't have a lot. He didn't have a following really. He, he had one song out, um, "I Don't Mind," which was like on his bluegrass inspired album, yeah. and he did a ton of stuff with a group called the North Country, and that was like kind of his thing prior. And I was like, holy shit, like, like this is insane. Like he sounds like George Jones. Like that's, he sounds like a George Jones and like, and like Alan Jackson had a baby. I was like, what, like, this is ridiculous. And he was singing, a, singing a cover of something. And I was like, you know what? I think like people are going to want to hear this guy. I'm, I'm going to reach out to him. And I did. And we hung out and we did this whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we did it. And then after that, Hey, do you, do you uh, have a contact for Zach top? Do you have this? Do you have that? I'm like, I just DM the guy, man. Like I, I got yeah. nothing for you. Like do yeah. exactly what I did. And if you, if he wants to do it, he'll do it. And it's like, man, like that's like, this guy's so good. Who is he? Who's he? This one, this one, that one. I'm like, wow, I guess like whatever I wanted to do, I succeeded with like just sharing oh, yeah. country music. Right. But now yes, everyone's sir. like, Oh, Zach's the best. Zach's the best. I'm like, and yeah, he is the best. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember when he was not, no one knew who he was. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, um, I don't know. I think that's cool. And, and there was something maybe, he said, maybe, maybe listen, I'm telling you, you never know, <laughs> dude, you never know. I, and it's, it's so crazy because uh, I had, I had a, a buddy of mine that kind of like you, we've been following each other for a really long time and we just never really were able to make it happen. And we had this whole conversation about, um, about just like why I asked him to come hang out with me. And I was like, cause I think you're good. I mean, there's really, there's really no other, I don't really need anything else for that. And yeah. um, like, I've had people on here that don't have any songs out. They're just songwriters. And uh, they're like, but why would you do that? And also have like a guy like Mark Wills. I'm like, cause I think Mark's good too. It's it's yeah. very, it's a very simple concept. It, it doesn't yeah. take, you know, there's, there's no method to what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Right. Like, I don't care if you have one song out, five songs out, if you're, a legend like i don't care i just mm-hmm. care if you're good so um that's it it's a very simple concept and that's why like guys like you are great because i think your story is 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 awesome and it's it's impactful for a lot of people that are trying to uh make it in music so i think it's awesome that's it it's just a i'm a simple a simple guy i try to i try to stay simple man like that's just that's just what it is yeah uh, uh, I, I want to, I have my ultimate, you know, I have a, I was talking to somebody today about that. Just, I have a goal. I have the goal that I want to play. What I want to do with music is do I want to sell out a, a stadium? Oh yeah, of course I would. Who sure. would? Of course. Yeah. But for me to feel like I have made it where I want to make it is to sell out a thousand cap room. Thousand people. I could sell out to a thousand people and, and make, you know, make money make a living, pay, you know, take care of my family. And that's, that's really for me is what yeah. my ultimate goal is. If more comes with it, that's great. But well, I, th- I think that's awesome. And I also think that's incredibly attainable. So it's, I'm, I'm working on it. We're, we're getting there, but it doesn't matter. Just keep working. Right. Like, I think that's, I think it's so important. Um, you mentioned family, you have a daughter, right? I have a daughter and a son. Oh, oh you have a son too. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. He, I apologize. He just turned, yeah. He just turned a year old. In November. Oh, he's a baby. How's <laughs> yeah, all that? Figuring out his voice and he's screaming. <laughs> I bet he is. How old's your daughter? She is. She turned five in December. Okay. So is she kind of getting into, is is she kind of getting into the whole music thing? Does she know what she likes or does she like listening to you? She, she likes Morgan Wallen. 
That's good. Um, she likes uh, a day to remember. Nice. Wow. <laughs> that was another one of those when we were talking about R&B and all that, that. I didn't bring it up, but like I do, I do, I do love punk rock. And I also do. I also do. Just you know, just to keep my mind elsewhere when I'm like going to the gym or something. I listen to sure. all of those guys. She likes that, but yeah, she she is. I'm not gonna say she's got like a sound or you know she hasn't really picked out a genre that she likes. But she, she enjoys likes, it. She likes her daddy songs. She says, "I hope she better." Number one, more important. Better. She, better. Um, but I have noticed, like the last few months, I've seen her like singing. Just I don't know what she's singing. She might be making up a song, but I hear her singing. I'm like, "You, nice. you go, girl. You keep doing yeah. it." You know, like as a daddy and where I'm at in music, I'm like, "If you can sing, I will stop what I'm doing. We'll push you 100." percent Sure, you know, sure. That's what you want to do. It's um, awesome, man. That's yeah, awesome. I'm hoping I'm hoping one of them will, will get the bug and they'll see how hard I've worked to make, you know, how I've how hard I've worked for them to yeah. be like, man, I want to do that too. You know, that's so. amazing, man. That's awesome. Hey, is it it's gotta be the coolest thing in the world? I mean, I, I don't have kids, but it's gotta be the coolest thing in the world to uh to be able to be in the car or the truck or wherever you're going with your kids and have them kind of start listening to the same stuff you like. Because that's oh, how it was like when oh, you were a kid in your dad's oh, yeah. truck. You know what I mean? Like that's got to be the coolest thing. Yeah, Mike Harper, listen to this guy. This is Keith Whitley. You need to know him. Yeah, like yeah. that, and that's what your dad did to you, right? Like, or your mom did to you. Like that—that's got to be the coolest thing in the world. Because for me, like, and for for any you know guy or girl, whatever, like that's our our base started with what our parents listened to, and then you yep. went on from there where you stayed where you were. And I think that that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, you know, she's always gonna remember like my. My dad played a day to remember, but he also played Keith Whitley in the same car yeah. ride. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's playlist was messed up, but I loved it. <laughs> you know, one of those. Yeah. I think that's you cool. Never, you never know what you're going to get on my phone. My algorithm is all that's kind it. of crazy. But yes, you're right. I, 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 I you know, it's, it's almost kind of like a generational thing, like of farmers are like passing down, like remembering stuff. I, yeah. I, I guess the right way to put it. Yeah. No, I remember, I remember riding around, like you said, with my dad. Yeah. Um, Billy Joel, uh, doo-wop music, um, country, you know, like I'm, I, I remember vividly sitting in his truck, listening to stuff. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm sure when she gets to my age, she'll probably look back at, on a, on this same podcast and say, <laughs> you know, I remember listening to my dad, you know, what my dad listened to. I'm not going to look like this. If she looks back on this podcast, <laughs> and she's your age. I'm going to, it's going to be totally different. I don't know. Well, we'll you might be a little gray headed then. Yeah, we might, we might be a little, I might be bald. I don't know. You might, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got to think, you got to think head of hair. You probably yeah. be all right. Uh, hopefully. But uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's amazing, dude. I love that. I love when people talk about their family dynamic and how important, and it's, it's obviously very important to you because you brought it up multiple times. And I think that that's incredibly important in, in, in a, a songwriters and an artist's story and their journey because it inspires their music and, and you can tell. And I also just think like a big part of why I like to talk to new people is to learn those things. Because if you're someone who doesn't know you, but loves your story, they're going to be more inclined to want to go listen to your music. And I think that that's really important. You know, not everyone's out there and, 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 uh, you know, partying on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights and whatever. Some people have families and kids yep. and they, they can't necessarily I, do that. Right. But we, we've gone out like the last, we went out last night, yeah, but you're, you're on, you're on, you're on a vacay from the kids. It's okay. Well, yeah. But, but even then at like 11 o'clock, I'm like, all right, guys, it's time <laughs> to bed. I'm, I'm tired. I can't, I'm not used to it. You know, like, just, yeah. uh, 
I'm like that too. I don't have kids. That's that's telling. <laughs> well, it'll get worse when you get older. I bet it will. I bet it will. I, I, I believe it. I do. Um, let's talk about this new song, Slow Dance. Yeah. Came out uh this past week. If you're listening to this right now, it's it's a few weeks old, but uh it's fantastic. And we've been talking about kind of the R and B influence and 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 the blues influence and that whole uh deal. And uh, it's very telling in this song, and I think it's super cool. So talk about it, um, why this was your uh choice to uh start off 2024 and all that good stuff. Well, I wrote that. We we wrote that song. I wrote it with my my buddy Kyle Kelly cool. and uh Kelsey Lamb. We come out, we met met Kelsey two two well, it had been twenty twenty one, so three years ago. Wow. Um Nice. And just doing a show and we come out to Nashville and we didn't, you know, coming out of here, not living here. I don't know a whole lot of people. So I'm having to try to meet people and writers, but I met her. So we sat down and me and her and Kyle and I come in with the idea. I was, I was in the shower one day and I was singing slow hand by Conway Twitty. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, Great song. I was like, slow hand. I was like, well, you know, dancing. And it was just like, my baby loves a slow, slow dance to slow hand. And so I went in there, we sat down, we wrote it, and um, I sat on it for like two years. I didn't do anything with it because I was just like, eh, I don't know. And I played it for a couple people, and they're like, eh, I like that song. You should do something yeah. with it. And once I heard that, I was like, okay, well, yeah, let's let's try that. And um, It took me a while to, with the production to get it out, but um, it's probably one of my best songs as of now, production. I think wise. it is personally, my opinion. I think it is. It, it, um, but it also has. When I went into the studio, you know, I wanted it to have like that swing, that two step beat. But yeah, for sure. You can also, in some of it, you can the way the way I sang it. You can, like you said, you can feel some of those R and B melodies. You know that, that, and that's what I was going for. That's what you know. I didn't want it to be all country. Sure. We're all I wanted I wanted a, a culmination of things and, and that's kind of where we ended up. Um I'm excited about it. I, I've seen it's probably done the best number wise for me. And I shouldn't look at numbers and everybody tells me not to look at numbers, but it's just a thing I have to look at the numbers. And we all do it. It's all right, believe me. To, man, like it's like second nature. I look at my phone, I'm like, oh see where we're at. And um so it it it's done pretty pretty good for, for my my standards right now. Sure. I mean, like, like we, like we talked about, I, I got, and we'll keep raising the bar. It's but, all about growth. Um, this one is a pretty good one, I think, to, to start that round. Well, I'll tell you, when I, when I heard it for the first time, I listened to it and I said, whoa, like, like this is big for him in terms of, yeah. in terms of what he's put out in the past. And there is a, a massive leap. Now, that being said, I'll say that in, as in, like, I really love as good as I had, uh, I had in mind, right? Like I, I, I really love that song, but in terms of everything that you're saying, like this song is all around the board, just a better all around, right? Like I'm not saying like it's better writing or whatever, but like production wise, like you're right. And there's, there's some new things in there and some, there's some things that we haven't heard from you. And I think that that's obviously like we're saying, that's really important. And, um, but I listened to it for the first time and I sat back and I said, holy shit, like he's, he's bringing it. Like this is a big start to a year. And I think that that's really cool. So I love it. I really do. I think yeah, it's fantastic. I appreciate that, man. It, it, I was, but like there again, like I said, I didn't want to rush it because I knew that if I were to just do like I had in the past and I waited so long, come out with a song and nobody listened to it, I just would be spinning my wheels again. So I wanted yeah. to make sure I had everything on the back end on my side and I've had a lot of help. I've had a lot of, I've met some really cool people 
out of Nashville. I don't know if I should. But anyways, I met some really cool people. He's probably going to watch this. Um, and, you know, they've helped me tremendously in where I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Learning and helping me set things to where I need, you know, where stuff needs to be. And I, I'll probably forever be grateful for that. Yeah. Whether I'm 10 years down the road playing huge shows or not, you know, just, just as somebody's helped to take a chance on me, um, that's done a lot for me. But for sure. going back to that song, you know, that that is why – I feel like this one will do pretty good as I've yeah. had the help. We've it's been strategic and um you know, I hope yeah. people listen. I think it's listen, I, I hope they do too, because I really do think it's fantastic. And it goes back to that old saying of like uh it takes a village. And it's a little corny, right? But it really does. Like like I, I, I think that you can only take yourself so far. And that that being said, like I'm telling myself this too, right? Like I spent years, and that's crazy to say that I spent years just doing everything myself because there was some pride attached to, I could just do it all myself and do a good job doing it. Not a great job, a good job. And, but you know, sometimes it's important to have other influences and have people tell you, maybe do it this way, or maybe this looks better, or I can do it for you like this. Right. And there's something to be said about that. And like you said, you accepted it. I accepted it too. And there is obviously change. And I think that that's important. And um, yeah, I, 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 you could tell, you can tell and, it's good to to have help sometimes. I think that's really that's in terms of a longevity of a career, you can't yeah. always do it yourself. As much as you yeah. really want to have control and your fingerprints on everything, you can't. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and like you said, pride. Pride is the biggest thing. Like once yeah. you just like, accept, like, no, man, if this is going to benefit you, absolutely go with it. And sure. so that that was the biggest thing, like making sure that or telling myself, like, you know, this is the right move. This is what yeah. needs to happen. And and it's showing, you know what I'm saying? That's good. We're just uh, the fourth day or fifth day of it being released. But, you know, I it's think boring. I said, watched as good as I – and I loved As Good As I Had Mine. That was one of my favorite songs that I've yeah. ever written at the time. And, you know, I sat there and watched it just kind of meandered because I didn't do the yeah. stuff that needed to be done. Sure. Uh, so I'm excited, I, you know. we still, But I still have a lot more this year that's going to come out. and. Uh, can you tease any of it you don't have to give names or you could just kind of tell me where it's leading if you can if you can't <laughs> yeah no i can do that i, I got <laughs> probably the end of february that's that's the the date i'm shooting for is a little r&b sweet cover thing nice. and you know i've had some success a lot of people ask about it on tiktok don't say the name don't make heathen guess uh, yeah i'm not gonna tell you what songs but just I had a few songs that people were asking for. So I'm going to sit down. We're going to do just, it'll just be me and a guitar, just kind of like on the video, but it'd be a lot better quality. And then probably middle of the year, you're going to release a few more singles. Sweet. My music. So it's, you know, this is, it'll be a, this is a, this is a building year for me. Um, where the last four years should have been a building year. It wasn't, it was just kind of a plateau. So this, this is going to be a building year of getting, you know, where I need to be in the right spots. Yeah. Uh, so it, it won't be a crazy growth. It won't, it shouldn't shoot up overnight, but it'll be a, a steady incline. But it's um, all a learning process. I think that's really important. So yes, oh, I'm learning something every day. Every day I I'm learning to what's coming next, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I love it. And I, I, I am excited for you. Uh, I'm excited to hear all the new stuff and, 
And I'm just excited to see your, your career grow and, and keep on playing, dude. Keep playing in front of your phone. Keep playing in front of people. Um, yeah. You know, keep uh, just keep playing music and keep enjoying music. And uh, the one thing I love is when a, a uh, artist or a songwriter is really passionate about a certain type of music, specifically the music that I love, but when they're really passionate about this certain type of music and it shows in their songs and that's exactly what you are. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world. So keep playing, keep rocking. Uh, I'll be uh, in your corner watching from the outside. And um, if you haven't listened to uh, Daniel's new song, slow dance, just check yourself and listen to it and love it and share it with your friends, share it with your friends, your grandma, your mom, your dad, share it. Share it. So, and, and Kyle, the same, the same needs to go to you, man. You know, <laughs> you, you keep growing and keep doing what you're doing. Cause that, you know, it, it, as many of the faces that you brought on here, a lot of big names and stuff like that, you know, it, and then you bring on people like me who, like, you know, nobody really knows. They don't, may not know who I am, but you're a voice that helps. So you keep doing what you're doing and we appreciate you for, for that. I appreciate it, dude. More, more than you'll probably ever know, but we <laughs> Well, yeah. well, I, I appreciate it. I, um, listen, I, I do it cause I love it and I do it cause I love the music and if you can't play it, talk about it. So, um, so that's why I do it. But, um, everybody, uh, go follow Daniel on Instagram, uh, at Daniel Jeffers music, all one word. That's J E F F E R S. Uh, what's your TikTok? Same thing. No, I need to change it. It's, uh, it's the T H E D Jeffers music and D Jeffers music. Yeah. Gotcha. I may try to, that, but. All right. So go to those places and, 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 uh, watch his videos and his content and, and stay up to date with new releases and, and all that good stuff. And, and, uh, just make sure you listen to the songs and stream the songs and share them with your friends. Even if it's, even if you latch on to an older song or you latch on to the newest song, I think that it's either way, it's important to, you know, share and, and, um, share the music and spread the word. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what I try and do. So, um, do all that good stuff, but thank you for tuning in to another episode of the remember country music podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast, new episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, it's there. And um, you can listen to like 200 episodes or something. I think it's like 196. We're closing on 200. That's pretty wild. Um, You got a big name coming up for episode 200? uh, I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Okay. We'll see what happens. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We're working on a bunch of stuff, but we'll see. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm Kyle. That's Daniel Jeffers. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Thank you, guys.